And now, the Wadfam Chalk Pod. Hello and welcome to the Wadfam Chalk Pod. I'm Dylan Weaver. I'm Andrew Sabo. And uh, this week we are talking about episode 492, Twisting Pathway. Yeah. You, you, you good yeah. with that, Andrew? <laughs> I'm you, fine you, with you, that. Ready, you ready to talk about Twisting <laughs> Pathway? Oh, I'm ready. This, this is a weird. This is a. This is like definitely. Time wise, it takes place pretty much right after Black Veil. Yep. And but it also feels like very different. Uh, the yeah. the intro we don't get a Chris intro, even though it's like not a part of a two part or anything yeah. like that. Uh, we get a and um, no, adventure. Yeah. And we get we get the the five board. Yeah. Um, exactly. And uh, yeah, this is this is kind of tying both under the influence mm-hmm. in or this is tying under the influence into the Novacom. rest of the Novacom yeah. saga um because it was barely Novacom before yeah yeah uh, i mean they like they mentioned it a little bit but now mention. we really yeah. get it and uh well before we get into the episode would you like to roll the promo i think i can do that andrew wow wow this just in. On the next Adventures in Odyssey, Erica's father is having trouble keeping his boss happy. Everything he's worked for is on the line, unless he delivers what Mr. Charles wants. What is it that Novacom wants so badly that can cause an occupational pressure cooker? The suspense is killing me. But remember, good things come to those who wait. And believe me, it's a good thing to listen to Adventures in Odyssey. Hold what up. is this music? Hold up. I, did they steal it from a news show? There's so much like it's, there. It sounds like, it sounds like, and now your local weekend yeah, update. Yeah, like it's, it's an R.I. in the sky. At new, news at five. Yeah, yeah. An uh, occupational pressure cooker. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, also, <laughs> I mean, hmm. Very like he has what he has trouble uh satisfying his boss was that the wording I keeping his boss happy yeah yeah it's it's an interesting take um it's all done in such a cheerful matter of fact way when it's like this guy might get fired and have to move (laughs) and another news I'm like Wayne Wright three new goats (laughs) woo. This has been Link Wainwright, Channel 10 News. <laughs> exactly. Oh. And it's, there, there's there's a lot there. Oh boy. Wow. That just threw me off because we had such a nice segue there. We were talking about Novacom and now we're, now we, now we got to bring it back. Yep. So the episode begins with Erica in uh-huh. her dad's office waiting yep. for him. Presumably she, she came after school. Yep. And there's a male secretary. There is a male secretary. And I want to address it right away because they are progressive and they're forward thinking. And there is yep. a brooding male secretary for the brooding male uh, antagonist. And Yep. And, and Focus wanna... on the Family has never done anything wrong. And we fully endorse them yep. in all yep. things. Yep, look at them. They're really they're blazing <laughs> new trails for secretarial work. <laughs> never mind the uh, underdeveloped female characters. We're doing great. Yeah. But I mean, honestly... The male secretary was kind of a fun gimmick. Oh, because I I had a moment where I was like, "Is he a secretary? Is he a security guard?" Yeah, I thought it was some guy that was just walking out of the office. Nope, he is. He's just full out the the secretary. All right. So so that's great. His name's Thomas. 
He's pretty sassy. He is sassy. He hates his job. Yeah. Maybe. And he leaves. He's union. He just yeah. leaves at five. Yeah. He, no, he's no questions he's asked. Out. Who cares if the meeting goes two minutes after? He got to punch out. Exactly. Uh, I get, I mean, maybe saving the company money. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, probably salary. Yeah, I don't so. know. Uh, he's, he's also, he's voiced by Steve Bridges. And I only bring this up because Steve Bridges? Steve Bridges is a George W. Bush impersonator. That's like <laughs> all he does. Why? <laughs> that's, all right. that's his thing. He was in... All of the, like, if if anything, like, NCIS or Law and Order or any yeah, of those yeah. shows needed a Bush, they hired Steve Bridges. My man's got Bush money. And that's, that's like, all... Perfect. If you that's look everything up, I could ever want. <laughs> it's, like, his only IMDb credits as well is just uh, 20 George, different instances of him playing w yeah i guess so and also uh well let's just blow past the fact that you said w but it's fine <laughs> that's just, amazing that is I, wow how did they cross paths i have no They're idea like, this male secretary that's very sassy we want him to sound like our current president oh yeah and then they go yep go with it yeah yeah, well, and this would have been, this would have been produced probably, like, he might not have been in the impression, like, George W. Bush impression stage of his career at this point, because this show is being probably, this well, was this probably, this reco- came out in 2002. This, yeah, it was probably recorded in 2001. I don't know at what point he started, no, you, you usually do the impressions, like, when they're running and stuff. Yeah, but, yeah. But, yeah, um. I don't know. So that's uh, that's delightful. Thomas the secretary in here for just real quick scene. Yeah, real quick. Get in, get out, and uh, and so. I wish he had done it as George. That would have been fine. so good. <laughs> he comes in and he he's just painting. She's like, "What are you doing?" And he's like, "Oh, you know, just painting some fruit." And then like, "Well, I, I want to see my dad." And he's like, "Well, just." All right. And then he buzzes you in. It would be hilarious if Odyssey, in the same way they do, like, adventure or Imagination Station trips back to the, uh, like, back to Revolutionary War and Civil War. Mm, yeah. They started doing it for, like, current-ish events. <laughs> that would be weird. If it's weird. like, we are now going back to the 2000 presidential election. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got Steve Bridges back, guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I guess. Or... <laughs> oh my gosh i mean like i wish adventures and odyssey would do something because like you could they could totally do some serious crap like like oh my gosh well yeah you have the imagination station which is the best plot contrivance ever yeah yeah you literally like, can go can it go forward in time i don't think so yeah i don't because it's not actually time machine it's just yeah it's just, it's just based off history books. Yeah. And, yeah, and things like that. And all of their inaccuracies. Think about yeah. <laughs> no wonder there's but. so many white people. <laughs> oh, yeah. We um, should... Oh, man. There are a couple... A couple race-charged episodes of Adventures in Odyssey. There really maybe are. Maybe we'll cover them. Yeah. I, <laughs> maybe we'll Our find... Is, maybe uh, we'll find someone qualified to come on and yeah. cover them. <laughs> Wad versus Board of Education. <laughs> there we go. Oh, right. man. Um, um, 
so so basically uh oh yeah back to the actual episode (laughs) erica um so the secretary leaves and then erica comes over and i think she does she intentionally press the intercom okay so she so her dad is in this meeting with With mr charles with bennett charles Mm -hmm. and you always got to go with the mister. I guess so. I guess <laughs> no first names for Andrew. He's very intimidating, <laughs> but uh, he is intimidating. It's true. Um, they, she, Thomas doesn't want to interrupt, and yeah. she's just like, just do it. He calls in. And they're like, ah, just he, uh, her dad, or Kevin, her, Erica's dad's just kind of like, ah, just, just, just wait, honey. Yeah, just give like, him a second. And so then. Thomas leaves. She goes back behind his desk, is mm-hmm. trying to interrupt the meeting again, yeah. and ends up listening to it. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know, sneaky girl, and and she listens to it, and then she hears in on the conversation with Mr. Charles and her dad, and the basically Mr. Charles says like, you know, kind of, well, pressure cooking, I should say, yeah. uh, her dad, and like said, putting a deadline, like. I'll get you the uh, imagination station by the end of the week. Like this is a, you know, we need it for this program and stuff. And um, Mr. Charles is like basically threatening him by saying like, if you don't get it, I'll, you know, you're, you're fired. Like I'll yeah. find somebody. You, who you've can. got one week to, to get, get it. it. If you can't, someone else will. Yeah. Um, which. And then you're out. Yeah. Which is a ballsy move. Oh yeah. This is. Yeah. What sort of a boss? Yeah, that's he is an enforcer. Yeah. Well, yeah, and it yeah he is the enforcer, <laughs> and I guess it's just it's nuts because Colburn is now like running Novacom and Odyssey. Yeah, because he was hired to replace Dent. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm... and and so why is he the person who needs to steal the imagination station? Is it just because exactly. he's an established character? I guess. If Mitch was still alive, they would have made it Mitch. invisible like, that haven't been doing their jobs? Yeah. Well, it's just like, I don't know. It seems so far out of his jurisdiction. He's in charge of, like, managing BT, whatever the, the, the not the BTV. The BT cruisers. The, he, he's, he's in charge of managing all the TV stations and yeah. stuff. Why, Why does is he have coming... to do corporate espionage? Yeah. It's it's a little nuts. I, I do find it odd, and it really is, I think it's just because he's an established character, or maybe it's implied that he would be in control of the people that would be able to get it done. Well, we need to get moving, because I, I have an idea for what could have happened. Okay. Um, um, one thing I just want to note, because I didn't... I didn't um, dive in and bring this mm-hmm. up last time. Yeah, we had an interaction with with Kevin Colburn, but he's played by Corey Burton, um, an actor who has played a hundred and twelve different characters on Adventures in Odyssey. Wow! And has three hundred and ninety nine IMDb credits. That is unreal! <laughs> oh my god! This guy is like a go to voice actor. He, he does just for just bit quintessential parts. odd jobs. Oh yeah, but he like notably is both Count Dooku and Cad Bane in the Star Wars animated stuff. But the Clone Wars and stuff. Yep. Wow. What? He plays Count Dooku in both the original cartoon animated mm-hmm. Clone Wars mm-hmm. and in the, the CG um, yeah. one that we got more recently. And he's also a uh, brainiac in like all of the DC animated yeah, stuff. Yeah. Wow! So all right. Justice League and Superman and all that stuff. He's got 
yeah, he he does some serious roles. It's and so also interesting the Kevin overlap. Kimber. Yeah, that's the thing that I. It's yeah, it's just the fun of voice acting. Yeah, is you have people who do like, you know, cartoons for kids. You know, Family roles guy. for right roles for adult cartoons, dub over anime, yeah. show up on Adventures in Odyssey, yeah. do podcasts. Like it's it's this very odd. Yeah, it's just a fun am- we amalgamation. Can do anything, Dylan. Yeah, and so then we cut to Nick and Aubrey at Wit's End. Yep, and Nick is being very friendly in a no way creepy way. Yeah, Aubrey's working at Wit's End again, which is a big deal. This is this is her kind of getting. Now she's got her life back on track. They're allowing her to work there yeah. again, which is great because Wit's End desperately needs, needs to her, help. Yeah, and also. I mean, it's good for her to feel like she's, you know, she's still, she hasn't lost everything, like, yeah, and she's still engaged in this community, that's very good for her, and through, you know, some pretty subtle dialogue, it's introduced to the listener that this is how things are now, like, I'm really, yeah. you know, I don't want to mess things up, I'm glad that they let me come back after everything. Yeah, um, she's, she's a big deal. really good yeah. in, in this episode. Yeah, um, I, I, <laughs> I don't know if I have issues with her or her writing, uh, We'll, we'll, we'll get into it. Um, Nick literally chokes yes. when Erica walks in yes. the door. Yeah, he goes, <laughs> wait, wait, like he's encouraging her. He's like, and when you're, you know, when you're getting overwhelmed, just think to yourself, <laughs> who is that? <laughs> who is that? Like, I, it is most like obnoxious New York accent. Literally, like when you what say, Midwesterners <laughs> think New York people sound yeah, like. Yeah. Exactly. Like, what is a step beyond taking someone's breath away? That is what happened. It's like if you take somebody's breath away and you get, like, part of their esophagus when you're pulling it out. And you're like, like, yeah. That's what happened. Yeah. And he plays it off real cool by saying to her, I don't believe I've introduced you to myself. Which is correct. Yeah, yeah. Like, that all tracks, but also. Yeah. Uh, what is it? I'm I'm pleased to make my acquaintance known to you. Isn't that it? <laughs> yeah, that is also a so thing good. he says. He is so good. Oh a boy, machine. He, yeah, I I love Nick. I mean, he's yeah. he's a gimmick, but boy, I love the gimmick. Yeah, and he's I don't know. He's it's in not, high school, right? Or right. No, yeah. 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 He's he's still in high school. He's I mean, yeah. That's it's not. That's fair enough. Ridiculous. I think all. Yeah. I think what Erica's probably a freshman. Yeah, I think is what we is what we kind of landed on. But and I don't know, Nick's got to be like a senior, but yeah. still, um, not not doing it. And yeah, honestly, Erica is ballsy for a ninth grader. I mean, ninth graders are are incredibly oh, yeah. like no vicious she, animals. She's but skipped. she cuts class constantly. Yeah, she, you know, forced Aubrey to drive. Yeah, she's got that. There is some sadistic, like, brain... Oh, yeah, she power completely dynamic. screws with her parents yeah. constantly. Yeah. Um, in, in, to a point where it's, like, mildly impressive. Yeah. Uh, um, so she... Uh, I'm mentioned... sorry, I messed it up. It's oh. nice for you to make my acquaintance. <laughs> That's the line. <laughs> uh, um, she kind of brings up to aubrey uh very nonchalantly oh so i hear you're a christian Christian now now. yeah i 
I don't know. That it just struck me funny. I hear you're yeah, I hear you're a Christian now, and Christians forgive, right? Yeah. Could you forgive me? Screw you, Erica. Yeah. yeah I was a jerk so... to you, but your hands are held by your religion, so <laughs> so manipulative. I don't like her. Um, I don't like her at all. And she wants to use the imagination station for, for a assignment. school project. Yeah. Uh, but it's um well, isn't it like a civil war project i might be. which harkens back to one of the more racially insensitive <laughs> imagination station adventures <laughs> yeah um yeah there's a lot of callbacks to older odyssey in this episode. oh yeah no kidding we'll we'll, we'll hit on it for sure <laughs> also that is time number three that we say we'll get into it <laughs> we're getting into everything this episode oh man um and then she kind of leaves and and aubrey is like trust me she's talking to nick she's like trust me stay away from her and i just wrote in my notes nick is not gonna stay stay away away from her seriously at any given age the minute you tell a guy to be like "Mm, yeah don't don't go near her you're like but what if I do a little bit? Yeah, and that's how like, Andrew got all of his girlfriends. It's true. <laughs> also, I don't know if I got, but oh. <laughs> let's just say obstacles have been put in place, and I have disregarded them. <laughs> I am to a your own detriment. Yeah, of emotional capacities. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um. So we then come back to the. Like, our next scene is back in Witsen mm-hmm. um, with Erica walking in again. This time, instead of choking, Nick mm. just says, yo, yo. to yeah. himself. Which, she not didn't to even her. come in. Because she didn't, it wasn't like he was saying that to be, like, high or, like. No, like that wasn't no, him. no, That wasn't him saying. That was a compulsive. That wasn't him greeting. He was just like, yo. yo. <laughs> and it's so, like, nonchalant <laughs> and not addressed at all. She's, she's so hot that she like, solicits ah. a... <laughs> yo a a compulsive like yeah. word vomit yo which for the record is how andrew responds every time a girl walks into the yo. room <laughs> yeah oh yeah <laughs> i actually become like i have a new york accent for just that second <laughs> it's great uh, um it's very and, confusing at parties yeah erica just lays it on oh yeah she is flirting so, so hard m- and it is manipulative Oh yeah. That's, oh uh, yeah. So it's it's aggressive. It makes me sad because yeah. like Nick is like uh, he's trying so hard. He's Nick, kind of a lovable goof, but he also he he gets a little too caught up in his own stuff this episode for yeah. me. To, like yeah. I I am we we'll hit on it later. But four, I am count him four. <laughs> but I am Formally anti Nick. Yeah, yeah. Um, for this episode. Well, he just thinks with the wrong things. Right. Um, but he is. Yeah, we'll, we'll hit on it. Um, Five. No, don't, don't do this. <laughs> okay, I'm done now. And then, uh, 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 man, you really derailed me. Sorry. Uh, it cuts back to so, so Erica comes in. She's talking to Nick. Brings up the imagination station. Nick says it's shut down. It's in the basement. Which, for the record, Aubrey already told her. Yes. She knows yeah, we this. We already know this. And, um, but I think he says, like, you know, you could come by and see it. 
um, or she, she says like, can we come by? Can I come by tonight? Yeah. When you're closing and see it. Well, like, yeah. Cause she's kind of like, yeah, but you have a key, right? And he's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. What are the perks of being a senior member? Senior management. Yeah. Which is like, um, yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Don't give Nick a key. No. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, yeah. So she's going to come back mm-hmm. when at he nine. closes at nine. And then they're going to get pizza afterwards. And he's like, yes. you're asking me out? Yeah. And she's <laughs> like, I mean, if you don't want to. And he's, he's like, no, no. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Poor Nick. Yeah. But also, wow, Nick, you did yeah. me. And so our next scene is back at um, the Colburn's house mm-hmm. between Erica and her dad. Yeah, her dad just gets home from work. Yep. She's just like casually like, eh, I'm going to date. I'm going on a date with Nick tonight. You knew that, right? And he's just kind of like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, whatever. And then he yeah. said, and then she, well, she also passively brings up the whole like, um, the Imagination Station is shut down. Yep. It's weird for them to shut down their most popular attraction. Yeah. I heard it's in the basement or something like that. And then oh, yeah. her dad's like, ah, what did you hear? Yeah. <laughs> Minecraft uh, villager. No and she explains what. Yeah. What, Which is really overhearing funny because her dad is like, in this moment is like, uh, like, don't play this game with me, Erica. Like, I know what you're up to or something like that. Or like, you can't pull this on me. And it's like, but she totally can. <laughs> she has figured you out. Yeah. Yeah. I, as much as this show is trying to hammer home, like, Kevin, not a great parent, I am so, so glad that he does not enlist his daughter's help in corporate espionage. That's what I was going to say earlier. I was like, yo, what happens if the Colburns become this, like, double agent situation (laughs) And then Erica becomes this, like, spy, this, you know, this, uh, like, Benedict, Benedict Cumberbatch, Benedict, Bennett Charles? No, Arnold, Benedict Arnold. Oh, Benedict Arnold, yes. A Revolutionary War callback. Eggs. Oh, wait, what? Eggs Benedict. Benedict. Oh, is that for Benedict Arnold? Oh, it's just word it's an eggs benedict joke <laughs> just just move on, okay, time to move on. it's not good <laughs> I was gonna... you were stumbling over benedict i said eggs, eggs. fair enough but yeah so like what happens then we get this like super like evil villain family do you watch ozark i watched the first season okay we could get an ozark family situation yeah Yep. Where, like the the whole the whole gang gets in on it because the dad got in some deep water. Yep. D- deep deep trouble, hot water, both deep water. Yes, deep water horizon. <laughs> okay. Word association, the game. <laughs> it's my favorite. <laughs> Most comedy. Um. Uh. So so yeah. Just... And then she's and then her dad's like, now don't you do this? Like I want you to stay out of it. And she's like, fine, dad, I won't. And her dad is it just initially is like, yeah, she's not gonna do it. You dummy! Your daughter has pulled how much crap on you, and you just believe blatantly that she's not gonna do this thing. Yeah, but this is also a line you think she wouldn't cross. Yeah. Like, I think, I don't think he fully, like, she's really thrown off by this fear of, my dad is going to lose his job. Yeah. And I don't think he understands how much that's affecting her. Yeah. And so 
this idea of like, oh yeah, maybe she'd give me information, but she's not actually going to coordinate an attack to steal a massive piece of machinery from a local soda shop. Like, that's not like gonna that, happen. That little tag on. From a science emporium. <laughs> from a soda parlor. What is it? Uh, what's that? Is a uh, soda parlor and discovery emporium? Isn't that like the, the tag? Yeah, I, it might be ice cream shop and discovery I, emporium, yeah, probably. Yeah. But, but um, yeah. And so then we cut to Aubrey's date with Nick. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. Date. Um, uh, so she, they, she, she shows up. They yep. go into the basement. She, she's like, she's wow, like, it's pretty cool down here. And he's like, I guess it's pretty cool as far as basements go. As far as basements go, this one's one of the coolest. Yeah. <laughs> Nick is a basement connoisseur. Yeah, I guess so. And this one is the high class Yeah, basement. he watches MTV Cribs and skips to the parts where they're in the basement. And he's like, well, amongst Jay-Z and 2 chains and, you know, Forbes, the guy who makes the Forbes list, this one's up there. <laughs> Point being. Uh, the... I mean, the basement for Wit's End is, is really historically cool. incredible. Yeah. There have been, at this point, have, bombs have gone off down yes, there yes, at this point. Yes. Bombs yeah. have gone off down there. <laughs> Maybe we'll cover that at some point, yeah. too. That's Blackard stuff, right? Yeah, it is yeah. Blackard stuff. And there's a map. There's some sort of map that there, they discovered yep. down there. After the bombs went off, I think, is when they discovered it wasn't, the map. <laughs> wasn't, couldn't have been it's destroyed. Fine. Also, was the... Uh, was was the Roku virus in the basement as well? Yes, yes, the Roku <laughs> virus was in the basement at which end. You know, everyone's favorite TV operating system. Exactly. Roku. And also, we'll kill everyone. Yeah. Um, Man. Odyssey. I, yeah. I never made that connection that that was what that was called. I think that's what it's called. I, I, I could no, also I, be wrong. It's definitely, yeah, it's definitely the Roku virus because... My second thought was Goku, but that's not that. <laughs> <laughs> Goku virus. No, but what's the... Uh, it's a really jacked anime guy that jumps out of a container. There's also... Oh, wait, that's Blue Shadow virus. Is the yeah. Clone Wars one. Yes. I was like, is Roku the Clone Wars one or the Odyssey one? It's the voice actors. They're, they're causing crossover. Yeah, memories. it's true. Um, there, Yeah, there's Star Wars references in this, in, in Odyssey. I guess um, so. I mean, there literally are, yeah. but, uh, 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 all right. So they get down there, they see the imagination station. It's disassembled. Yeah. It's just, uh, so, it's dismantled. so yeah, Eric is a little bit plays Did, yeah, off that she's out. bummed yeah. about that. However, it doesn't really change things for her. Yeah. And then same thing with Nick. So Nick's like, Oh, you know, I'm sorry about that. And then, and then she just kind of goes home. I don't think they actually go out, do they? Uh, false. They go to... They do the tunnel now. Oh, yeah. Because he yeah. wants to show her the tunnel, yeah. which is a big deal yes. because that'll be how people get in. It comes back later. He also brings up the whole alarm thing. Yes. Of, oh, I didn't so set, set the, the alarm. It comes they, automatically at 10. Right. Mm -hmm. So they know you have that, that window to well, come in through the tunnel. The point thing about the tunnel is that she's doing her report on the Civil War, and it was yep. used in the Underground Railroad. Yeah. So that's the thing. And she's like, wow, this will be great for my assignment and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. She say, he says it was part of the Underground Railroad, and she says, I I've heard of that. that. Yeah, I think I've heard of that. I've heard of that, which is... Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Is that a dig on public schools? Yeah, I don't, I don't I understand. Yeah, I like... I... That... Okay. Or maybe, she, I mean, maybe that's, like, some next level, like, manipulation that even in that thing, like, she's trying to boost her Nick's ego. 
Yeah. Maybe. But at this point, she's gotten everything she needs out but of it. But it's, yeah, it's so. just funny. Um, and then, aside from maybe a ride. We don't know if they go out for pizza. Yeah, we don't know. I, yeah, I, in my mind, she weasels her way out of it. Yeah. But maybe she does. They mm. go to some pizza parlor that's open at 10 in the evening. Yeah, we also, oh, we a, do find out that Witsend closes at 9. Yeah. I don't. Oh, we, no, we, we did know that from before um it came up earlier in this series oh okay yeah um i forget why but but it, it uh, yeah there's something with mitch coming into the park i it doesn't yes, yes, it yes, doesn't yes, matter yeah, yeah it really doesn't matter um <laughs> it, not even a little bit yeah but um, but if it's not on the wiki someone add that would send closes close at, at nine, nine. We canonically yeah we have references yeah i do. can search my notes for other times that's brought <laughs> up um so so then our next is erica going to see charles correct yeah well actually i think we have a scene with um, oh her mom and dad yeah yeah because he's just like I need to resign. Yeah, so she comes home from her date and she oh, walks in on her right. and her mom, yep. or like uh, his, her dad and her mom, yeah. having this conversation. Yeah, I guess we don't know if it's a weekend or not, but still, she's she's a freshman. She's coming home like eleven. Pre- yeah, presumably <laughs> like ten thirty. Yeah, eleven. And, yeah. Um, and so she comes in. They're having this like really tough conversation, and he's like, "Well, I think I'm gonna resign. Like, what they're asking me to do is unreasonable." And then. Her mom, who is, she sounds Hispanic. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. It's not really, it doesn't matter at all. I don't really even know that yeah, she I comes back I as a significant no, character. No, I, but I that's didn't what I even really note her mom. Um, but And so, he's like, we can't, you know, you're not going to make this kind of money anywhere else. And yeah. we have no, bills. Well, you're not going to make this kind of money around yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's nowhere else, there's no other company in Odyssey that's going to hire you for this much money. We need to pay for stuff. Our daughter is very expensive, and we don't want to move again. Yeah, exactly. And um, and so he's like, kind of like, she kind of convinces him to like give it a week, right? Right. And uh, well, yeah, which is one. weird because there's already the deadline in place. Yeah. Oh, which speaking of which, that deadline was on a Friday. Yeah. So this was a weeknight. Yes, yes, it most definitely was a, yeah, yeah, definitely was. Because right. presumably she, Erica came over to her dad's work after school. Yeah. Maybe on the Monday. Yeah. Friday's um, the deadline. Mm-hmm. This is a weeknight. And she's just casually out till 10, yeah. 30, 11 as a freshman. Mm-hmm. Well, no, because um, I, I mean, that would make sense. Because if, so if that was a Monday and then she comes in and sees... Aubrey on that Tuesday and yep. then Wednesday she has the date with Nick on Thursday we get into it she meets with um Mr. Charles yep so Erica goes behind her parents back meets with Mr. Charles and it's basically like listen yeah oh and she does she once again pitch that she can help out when her parents are arguing I don't necessarily know that yeah I I kind of I kind of think that she makes I think it's just once again reiterated that, like, no, you can't help yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. It might not even, it might just be like, I, I can help out. And he's like, no, you don't have, like, no, I'm handling this. Mm-hmm. Um, so then she goes up and proposes yeah. to Charles, like, hey, I know where the Imagination Station is. I have a plan mm-hmm. to get it. Um, 
were you not father were, were you not father my dad were, were you, you not, not... <laughs> <laughs> i get <need> a grandfather <laughs> Can, can can you not fire my dad? Yeah. If I am the one who helps. Well, you. She, but she she comes in aggressive. She's like, I know what I'm gonna do. Like I could do this for you, but you can't fire my dad. Right. And then Mr. Charles is like, You think you got balls? I have so much blackmail. And then he's like, All right, fine, you can do this. He doesn't actually. I don't think he agrees about the whole father situation yeah i think he kind of like weasels his way past it as but i don't know why that's necessary just have him straight up lie yeah it doesn't matter and then he's already the villain yeah exactly and then uh but then he says like well if you get caught and you connect me to it i've got enough blackmail on your dad that i can send him away for a long time which, yep. Holy crap! What is Mr. Colbert doing? That's, Otherwise, yeah. Like if other he's than being so if he's in a so torn up about this corporate espionage. Yeah. What stuff has he been involved in previously? I mean, if he's just like siphoning funds or something like that, like maybe that's not so bad, or maybe he's involved in like tax evasion, and then <laughs> it comes to actual theft. <laughs> you know, it could be dip- more difficult. Yeah. But. Somehow he's like somewhere in between like Ice Cube and an accountant, and I don't really know which. Uh-oh. Uh, um, and and yeah. so then we cut to back Aubrey to Wits End. Aubrey and Wit are there. They're closing up. Wit's kind of giving walking yeah. around with her to close up. Yeah. And then a window gets smashed in Con- at the Wits End in Connellsville, mm-hmm. which is only used as a convenient plot point from time to time and that's yeah. all would send Connellsville well, functions as is, i mean right now yeah my yeah. question is was that organized by mr charles yes as a yeah I, they, yeah I think they literally say it at the end oh okay or wit thinks oh that this was mighty convenient yeah and i also am like yes hmm. this is mighty convenient also what does wit gain by rushing over to wits and connellsville after a window has been smashed I guess to see if anything was stolen, maybe. No, or but there, someone called him Yeah. to say that it was smashed. He has staff there who can handle these things. Why does he personally need to run in when it's smashed? Convenience. Or if if he does need to go over there, why does it have to happen right now? When he's why closing. Right. Why can't he take five minutes, help Aubrey lock out, lock look out help why can't he take five minutes why can't we just take five minutes help aubrey lock everything up and And then then, leave and then leave yeah why why does he need to just rush over there it does it is pretty convenient that he just is like well i need to go check it out right and then he goes um and so Aubrey's I, left home alone, or not home alone, she's left it with Send alone, and she does this kind of like, things like, I hope I can do this, and my, you know, lights off at kids' radio, yada, 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 and then the door opens, and she says, lock the front door, and she's like, crap, which is this, this is yeah. the interesting thing, so in walks Erica, Erica right. comes up to Aubrey, Erica's very distraught, I can't tell if this is genuine from Erica. Oh, it is not. I, I was gonna say. Well, okay, so the... She asks Aubrey to pray for her because there's a lot going on, but yeah. she doesn't go into any details. But there is a lot going on. Oh, no. And so, Aubrey is her friend. That Kind of. Kind of. So this is the thing is the only reason I'm fully convinced that she's playing Aubrey here is because Wit is fully convinced that he, she's playing Aubrey here. 
And wit's never wrong. Exactly. Yeah. Like, there is enough of... There is enough of it where it's like, we're kind of being... They're, they're real clever about it, and they make they make points where it's like this. Well, I think they do it to make Aubrey more empathetic, probably in the situation. Yeah, where she's less foolish and more just like, oh, this person that I'm trying to be kind to because I'm trying to be a different person is here, and I want to help her because she's clearly very distraught. Yeah, and everything Erica says is not wrong. on point. Yeah, like she's right. But, oh, the other thing that confirms that Erica is playing her is totally playing her is the fact that Charles says that, like, they went off Erica's... Although, I guess they could have gone off Erica's plan and then Erica... Yeah. Yeah, but no. No, because as soon as that chair goes up on the door, if Erica's not playing Aubrey, she explains what's happening. Yeah. She's like, oh, yeah... Also, I told people how to rob Wits End, and uh, they're they're there right now. Yeah. So she might genuinely be feeling this stuff, but she is using it in she's a manipulative channel- yeah, way. Yeah, she's channeling it in right. the most productive way possible. Yep. And it's... Live your best life. It's so hard. Yeah, it's really hard. Because you really root for Aubrey, because then Aubrey comes in and she's like apologizes for being admittedly very distant and jaded to her before yeah and one of what i was getting at earlier when i was talking about things i had issues with aubrey she's like i'm having trouble trusting you right now and obviously like she was her supposed best friend and then she betrayed her and that makes sense but the word is not trust i would say it's just like i i'm not happy with you right now like (laughs) you were you literally betrayed me in front of the cops and like yeah like you are a a admitted incredibly bad influence in my life. Yeah. It's not a trust thing. <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't trust you, but that's not the root of the yeah, problem. That's not why I'm being mean to you. And she's like, uh, but then she comes back here and she's like, you know, I was mean to you before. Like I was distant and I'm like, you are right. Like I am trying to be better about this. And yeah. like, I would like to still be your friend. Yeah. Aubrey's so genuine. And Eric so is kind. such a jerk and is just playing yeah. her. And she's like, and- wait, can you pray for me? Like now, and Aubrey goes to pray, and then um, yeah, they they notices. go into the library to pray. The library that only has one door, apparently, exactly. which seems odd. In my okay, in my head, Wits End is like an old house. Oh, in like how it's built. Yeah, and so like, yeah, but it it was a community center. True. true. So it's not an old house, but yeah. I, but I like your thought. Yeah, that's <laughs> I mean that's just how I think about it because like I think of like old locks and stuff like that, but yeah. Yeah, there. Um, but yeah. So Erica lays it all out. There is doesn't really get details, but yeah. is able to channel the emotion that she's feeling Other into gaining sympathy from Aubrey. She did. Did did um Aubrey ever end up locking the front door? Yes. Also, if the store is empty, why couldn't they have been in the soda parlor? So the be, oh, I don't like because Aubrey's like let's go somewhere more private than an um, empty store. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, there is a little bit of that though. We're just like you want kind of the intimacy of it. Yeah, but yeah. I would maybe just take a booth. Yeah, um, <laughs> there's plenty of booths. Yeah, you know this plenty of booths. We can get you some ice cream. 
eat your feelings. It's a good time. And you aren't abandoning your post as an employee. Yeah. Yeah, but she does She, she does, does cover her bases. Yeah. Lock the front door. But she does forget to turn on the alarm. She does forget to arm the alarm. Uh, then someone comes in. Push oh, pushes a chair up against the door which to can stop. A, can apparently stop two full-grown adolescent people. Which I suppose full-grown and adolescents is a bit... Uh, oxymoron but yes point being they should be able to move one chair that when is just like oh there's a chair here what yeah yeah i that chair on the door trick I've, i like I, I get the idea behind it it has never been that effective for me if they had moved a like dresser i would have been like oh okay cool or if they had yeah. moved anything other than a chair yeah, I mean, it's not just setting the chair there. You you wedge it up yeah. under the knob, yeah. Um, which does make it hard to leverage out. But still, they should be able to do it. They're there for hours. Yeah, presumably, presumably. So, um, so that... they get they get locked in. They realize they're locked in. Yeah. Um, does she call Wit? No, no. Wit, Wit just, just shows comes, up. Wit just comes back. Yeah. Um. And realizes that they were that they were locked in there, like moves the chair, like as I said. Um, Aubrey kind of catches them up on the situation. Wit asks her if she set the alarm. She realizes, oh, I did not set the alarm. No, because Erica came in right at that, and well, it's like, well, it shouldn't really have mattered because it will come on at ten immediately. It, yeah, because it comes on at ten, and also the I locked all the side doors. You locked the front door. Yeah. So there was no way for them to get in. Yeah. Um, and then they realized the tunnel. Yeah. And Aubrey's like, I didn't even know there was a tunnel. Um, which she didn't. Right. Which is great. Um, and then Wit is like, like, I need <gasps> to go check the basement. Yep. And I I think it's interesting and pretty cool that Wit runs down into the basement. Aubrey stays at the top. Yeah. She doesn't go down. She's he, he doesn't say, hey, stay here yeah um she would have reason to follow him but she's playing everything super safe because she's trying to build back trust yeah because this episode's all about trust um <laughs> kind of right <laughs> and being mad at people yes because you don't trust them. right Tr- trust trust and me. forgiveness there you go um and then uh Aubrey's so immediately apologetic and it's just like is this I'm so sorry like, this yeah. is gonna be this is such an issue in which like you're taking responsibility which you yeah, wouldn't I'm have proud, done yeah. before great point wit yeah absolutely yeah and um yeah he is so he's so kind well and yeah. they realize somebody has stolen the imagination station yep and that's a again that's one of those sound bites from this series that is like yeah. iconic with Odyssey in my head the imagination Someone, station it's been it's stolen my luck it's been given. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and they, uh, yeah, and and yeah. good guy Wit, he's back. He yeah, was there last episode. Now he's here too. He's there for a second, and then he starts implicating Erica. Yeah, out of no, not not a lot of evidence. Not yeah. a lot of evidence. Yeah, it's like, yeah, you can kind of piece together. Aubrey brings it about the fact around the fact that she was asking about the imagination station that she was hanging out with Nick. No, no. So what what had happened was 
they they realize there's no like she doesn't know about the tunnel and he says well who oh, knows about the tunnel yeah. Nick knows about the tunnel right. and Connie knows about the tunnel right and then Connie or and then Aubrey brings up the fact oh Erica and Nick went out for pizza last night right and they were here and yeah. and then Wits or, like I think she says like they met up here yeah they pizza. met up here yeah and uh-huh. then they and then Wits says like oh I'm gonna have to have a talk with Nick which we don't actually get this episode yeah uh considering the fact that aubrey was fired for having a bad attitude yeah nick should absolutely be fired fired. yeah this was definitely so ridiculous and oh my word i mean at least like suspended like i can imagine so i i've been in nick's position in which i do like guy clothes and if like if my brother or like a friend were to come by after work like yeah i'll unlock the door and let them come in and they can hang out with me while i'm closing if something would have happened, I I would have hell to pay yeah. for it. Like, yeah, you also, you do not give an after-hours tour of the basement, which is off-limits yeah. to everyone. Yeah. With the Imagination Station, station with, which, which is, has explicitly said, is down there for maintenance, do not touch. Yeah. Like, it's, exactly. Nick really oversteps. In, and, like, every single way. And the... The excuse of, oh, well, she's really hot is not going to work. Yeah. Like, there need to be consequences here. Um, so, hopefully future episodes have that. Yeah. Um, I, I honestly don't remember at all. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, so, Wit's pretty well convinced mm-hmm. that it's Erica off of not a ton to go off of. But enough. Yeah, like, there's definitely circumstantial evidence, but it's, she was with Aubrey, seemed, Aubrey thought she was pretty genuine, she went on a date with Nick, those two things don't add up to, this person orchestrated the theft of the imagination yeah, station. Yeah. And even now, her granted, background, like, right. she is a kid at the end of the day, she's a yep. ninth grader, and you're looking at her and you're convicting her of, you know, yeah. corporate espionage or theft or right. however. Yeah. 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 Which it's is a bit ridiculous. Yeah, it is. It is a bit much, even though he's right. Oh yeah. <laughs> it, it, it. I don't like how he gets there. Yeah. So quickly. Yeah. He doesn't trust Erica. No, um, because she's got dyed hair <laughs> and scully, whose skull. <laughs> Never it. forget. So then, our our scene to, uh, kind of round out the episode is a meeting between. Uh, Charles yeah. and Colburn, mm-hmm. um, in which he reveals that he was. Colburn's kind of like, well, like, yeah, you seem to have gotten it fine without my help. And he's like, oh, it was your daughter uh, who yeah. helped me. Yeah. Or he says something about, like, it was someone living. With, like, yeah. you fail to use the resources, resources in un- front of you. Yeah, or, or under your own roof or something. Like, yeah. The most valuable resources under your own roof. And then, yeah. basically, proceeds to fire him. Oh, yeah, fires him. Not only fires him. Tells him, you guys had better skip town. Yeah, basically. Because, like, you're in danger now. Yeah. Which, oh Oh boy. boy. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) And then, so, then it cuts to him being home, right? And Erica finding out. And... Roll credits. Yeah, and Erica has to leave Odyssey now. Yep. Basically. They are running out of there. Yeah. Getting far away. We got a good soundtrack this episode. Yeah. I thought uh, it's definitely like, it's again, it's unique. Uh, 
like as we mentioned with counter moves, there was very similar sound, um, and like similar bites used over and over again. Whereas this, I'm, I'm only finding now is like it does seem like every episode has some pretty unique sound engineering, um, yeah. which is cool. I'm glad that they did that. Yeah, it's not as iconic as Plan B. But no, it's good. no, no. Uh, <laughs> and then freaking, we're talking about the Chris wrap up. Go, go, go. She references go. the most spiteful proverb because screw the bad guys. We aren't supposed to love them or anything. It's basically just like, and then God will smite the bad people. <laughs> Which is, this whole episode is just a lot of like, bad people are bad and screw them because they're bad. It's like, oh, yeah. but I mean, yeah. no. <laughs> yeah, it's like, we're, like, we clearly need to be... Like, there's clearly what Erica did very wrong. Yeah. Erica, in general, not a great person. Mm -hmm. But it also needs to be acknowledged that she is terrified so Mm -hmm. much of this episode and is just trying to do what she can. And she's, yeah. Yeah, it's... Just made out to be a full-blown villain. Well, and and Chris doesn't help it. No, and, and, I mean, yeah, I... I also think that that Kevin gets a really like bad rap too. Or no, he's just doing his best. Yeah, we're constantly dogging on him throughout both the earlier episodes and this one. But like, he's really, really, really trying. Yeah, he's genuinely to, trying to do the right thing. Yeah, or and, and and even though it's it might not be the most comfortable thing or the best thing. Like, I mean, he was willing to give up a very cushy job that would afford him a very good lifestyle like just because on on moral basis which is commendable that's that's a big deal um another note with the outro i mean she does bring up like the twisting pathways like there's you know the path of good and the path of evil uh, evil evil yeah uh and uh twisting the literal twisting pathway of the tunnel i think i guess i think that was the implication yeah yeah and like, okay, symbolism, right? You know, faced with sets of circumstances, we see some character growth. You know, Aubrey chooses the good path and is honest with wit and is rewarded with God's affirmation. Yep. And, and then, uh, Erica chooses the path of deception and gets what she deserved in that her family is now on the run for their lives. Exactly. <laughs> Screw them. <laughs> no. Yeah. Big oof. Yep. Um, final thoughts from the episode, Dylan? Ah. Uh, I yeah I liked the tying stuff together from from Novacom with all of the under the influence stuff. I think that um, that Aubrey's emotional journey was really hit well yeah. during this episode. I think Nick is a freaking idiot, idiot and needs to be fired or suspended yeah. or I don't know smacked. Yeah, like, tar and feathered. <laughs> I think. Um, and put him in the imagination station with that scary microchip in it where it becomes pure evil oh my word or the hell program yeah because um, <laughs> not a christian um yeah that worked last time <laughs> i wonder if that's like in the back of wit's mind he's like hmm, i could just do that again. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe he had like a coming of faith like oh, maybe that wasn't such a good thing yeah. maybe i should try something else this time yeah and i do like i appreciate the the stuff with the tunnel yeah just being in there it's it's that hearkening back to uh, old odyssey stuff Mm -hmm. 
literally directly calling out their underground railroad episodes where they find the bottle yeah that three-parter yeah all of that stuff yeah which um, is really cool and i uh, really in the grand scheme of this album and the series as a whole this episode is very good in that it further develops aubrey and shows her as this person that's blossoming into her, her christianity and you know taking responsibility and becoming more of an actual adult and then you see erica who is somebody that's been caught up in all of this material drama and whatnot and recklessness and it takes her a certain way while also tying together the imagination station which we yep. found out last episode was a really big deal and so yeah the nitty-gritty yeah yeah and <laughs> i i don't know still frustrations as hit oh, on last episode with the technology of everything i don't understand how this missing component of the imagination station i guess means that people won't get angry did they take but, the whole thing what well, they did take the whole thing okay but so they now can have it and not have the part that makes people get angry but also what what does it do now this is like a VR thinks that people can go and experience Bible stories, yeah. but you're using it for radio cable boxes yeah. so that you can transmit brainwaves to radio waves. Like, I, I, yeah. I don't understand. Oh, do you have anything to plug? I don't this week, but there's something coming in the in the future. In the works. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yep. Maniacal laugh. Yeah. What, what about on your end of things, Andrew? You got, you got I, anything coming? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm in school. I'm so busy. That is totally understandable. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll expect more from you over the summer. Yes, Hold exactly. Higher bar. Hint, hint. <laughs> nudge, nudge. I'm going right. to have to actually do things. Yeah. So uh, so that is that is the end of the episode. So we will be back next week with episode 493, Sheep's Clothing. Bye. Bye. Wadfam Chalk Pod is a presentation of the Lidditz Podcast Cooperative. This show is a fan podcast and has no official affiliation with Adventures in Odyssey or Focus on the Family. As such, the copyright is ours under Creative Commons. Follow the podcast at Wadfam Chalk Pod on Twitter and Instagram or email us at wadfamchalkpod at gmail.com. Episode 21, Twisting Pathway, was hosted by Dylan Weaver and Andrew Acebo, and edited by Dylan Weaver. And I'm Nathan Haverstick, hoping you'll join us next time for more of the Wadfam Chalkpod.